How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Tuesday, March the 9th. I hope you are doing extraordinarily well. Uh, much like yesterday, not a whole lot of news, so I've got two stories for you here today, and then I'm out of your hair. Let's jump in. Uh, first of all, Capcom held a digital event today covering a whole bunch of stuff for the upcoming Monster Hunter games. And if you are super invested in those games and you want to see the meat and potatoes of what's to come, I do encourage you to watch the video. They cover both Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. And what we now know is that Wings of Ruin is going to be releasing on the Nintendo Switch and PC on July 9th. We previously thought they were both Nintendo Switch exclusives. Stories 2 is coming on PC on the same day and Monster Hunter Rise will come sometime in 2022 on PC. They also confirmed a deluxe edition of the game, which is going to have extra cosmetics and stickers, etc. Anyway, it's pretty exciting, you know. Uh, Stories 2 is actually a follow-up to a game from 2016 on the 3DS, which has a uh, turn-based battling system, and gives you the ability to tame and fly the various monsters, as opposed to something like Monster Hunter Rise, where you're fighting them all. <laughs> It was expected to be a fairly routine move, but now both the United States SEC and the European Union have approved Microsoft's acquisition of ZeniMax, which is the parent company to Bethesda. This means that the $7.5 billion exchange has largely been completed, and interestingly, according to journalists, Xbox is planning on holding a kind of Bethesda-themed event, which is supposed to happen this Thursday. Now, that's not officially announced, that's just the reports. But regardless, sometime this month, probably, if not Thursday. Again, reportedly, it's not going to cover things like exclusivity, but they are going to announce some games heading to the Game Pass immediately, some of their future plans for some of the games, etc. And, you know, I I'm super excited for this acquisition. Besides 343 and Halo, Xbox, I feel like, was really lacking, like, a quote-unquote flagship developer. And I think this is really going to help them define their studio. Companies like Obsidian and Ninja Theory, they're great, they make awesome games, but they can't really compare to franchises like Elder Scrolls and Fallout. I think the more support that those games can get, the better, considering how things like Fallout 76 turned out. Which, these days, Fallout 76 is much better. But when it first launched, obviously, we know what happened there. Anyway, folks, those are the two stories that happened today. So that's pretty much all I have for you. Of course, back again with the news tomorrow, whichever there is. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, it's the TGO After Show. Uh, there was uh, not a lot of news today, or on the weekend. I don't know what's going on. I, maybe it's a, there's a holiday that I missed or something. But anyway, it's interesting. I, I'm taking a, uh, a news studies class, and I took it because I do this show, right? I cover the news, and I thought I was going to maybe learn some things about being a journalist. Like, I'm not a journalist. I'm never going to claim to be a journalist. I'm very much uh, more of a commentator, a news aggregator. I don't do the things that journalists do, really. But I thought, you know, it would be good to look into what they do and the ethics of it and everything. And then it turned out that this class actually wasn't really how to be a journalist. It was more how to be a good news consumer slash here's a sneak peek into the, you know, newsroom. And this week and last week, we talked about ethics, ethics in the newsroom. So the first week was like gore and violence. You know, there was a there was a fire and they ended up taking footage of like the burning bodies. And the whole ethical question was like, do you show those burning bodies? And of course, by the end, he was like, no, of course, we don't show the burning bodies. That's ridiculous. But it's worth having the discussion, right? And then today it was more, I don't know, I guess it was just kind of miscellaneous things, but it was less gory stuff. Like at some point, there was the funeral for a mob boss. 
And the, the media was like all up in the face of his wife, who was grieving for her husband at the funeral. And so the ethical question was like, does the grieving widow deserve the same privacy that a regular citizen would, right? I mean, of a, of a mob boss who openly murders people, and she's likely complicit in. There was a whole discussion about it. Or when a plane goes down, and you're at the airport filming the people finding out that their family members had passed away. Do you show the grieving family, or do you tell the human story? Anyway, I didn't mean to describe all of these things in detail. My point was that I'm so happy I don't have to make those decisions in the video game industry. Like, my God. We were sitting there and we were debating the pros and the cons and, like, where's the morality in it versus where's the this is what should be done in it. And I just really love that what I do is I read some headlines and I go, here's what the headlines say and pass it on to you to decide. I mean, there's some things that I've been cherry picking, like this whole thing that's going on with the Harry Potter game. Like, I'm I'm making a, a choice there. And I don't know if it's to the same degree of ethical or, or morality in the same sense, but it's, it is taking a stance of some kind. But that's an easy decision for me. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm deciding whether audio of somebody grieving should make it onto the show, which for me would be an easy decision, but, you know, for the people in the newsroom has a lot more complexity. But it did get me thinking a lot about this show and, and the things that I choose to air and in the future, what would I find acceptable and not acceptable? And what he ultimately concluded in the in the class was like, you know, we just debated a whole bunch of different topics, and some of you fall on one side, some of you fall on the other. And ultimately, what the person making the decision has to do is be able to sleep at night, because you're never going to be able to please everybody. And if you air something, and you have a good reason to air something, and you're able to sleep at night doing it, then that's what you have to do. And ultimately, that's what I'm doing, right? I sleep so easy at night knowing that Maybe some people are going to get mad at me that I don't talk about the Harry Potter game, or if I criticize the American military, which happened very early on in the Observer's life, or anything like that, because those are my morals, those are my ethics, and if they don't line up with yours, then, you know, that's up to you to listen to this show. Anyway, this was the first class that I really started getting introspective about the Observer, so I thought I should share. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Back, hopefully, with news tomorrow, I hope, and uh, until then, farewell.